There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey everyone, it's Devin Simone, two-time Challenge finalist and host of The Challenge Aftermath. Hey, and I'm Davon Rogers. Now you know me from The Challenge and also for being America's favorite all-star on Big Brother. And this is MTV's official Challenge podcast. Challenge USA edition. Now we are three episodes in and I cannot believe it. My baby James oh, went home. Okay, actually I can't believe it because look, his performances in some of the games, <laughs> I'm gonna just be honest, are not necessarily it wasn't his fault, though. That is fair. But when it comes to politics in Woo. the house, Woo. I mean, we haven't seen anyone do it quite like King James. Maybe I just call him King James. He's I think gold. I'm going to test that out. I like that. He I feel like, gold. I feel like, I don't know. What were your thoughts in watching this uh, episode day? Oh, my goodness. I was, it was, it was bittersweet. Like, it felt so good to see him playing and doing everything mm-hmm. he's doing. And it sucked that he went home, but it sucked even more because he did his portion. You know what I mean? Right. And that's right. hard. Being on a team, you have to fully rely on your partner. And so seeing that, oh, I did my part, but you didn't do yours. And and rooting for him. And it's like, damn, like I really wanted this for him. Yeah. And it's it's tough because he was basically kind of at risk for every episode we've seen thus far, every right? Episode. Like, and, and so that becomes really tough as well. And this particular challenge was... Uh, different yeah. to say I mean it was yeah. part like you know I don't it was like a, there was a 15 puzzle. different games game shows <laughs> people were bringing in wheel of fortune type uh, strategies that didn't seem to work there were like made up words I don't know it was a lot <laughs> It was the phrases. Where did yes. we pull those from, TJ? Where did you get those from? Like, right. there was a lot going on. The the shelves to make the staircase were a puzzle. And yes. it's like, it's just it, too much. I feel like they must have had four people <laughs> working on one game because oh. it was very, can I buy a vowel, stairway to heaven, Man. you know, American Ninja Warrior. It was right. like all in one challenge, which is... I guess on one hand, kind of the epitome of the challenge, right? Like yeah. it's everything. It's work and it's partner. We in this together. This one was definitely, I need my partner to survive. 
Like, you know, you see yeah. some challenges yeah. where they're for a team, but you, one person can carry the load. And we've seen it happen. But in this one, it yeah. was not that. This was definitely 50-50 or we going down together. I also, though, feel like there were some elements of luck in this one, kind of. Because, like, with the letters, like, when James ran up, he got the first letter wrong. And he picked an E, which is, you know, everyone, yes. the, a lot of the people that had that, like, R-S-T-L-N-E -E, strategy or yeah. whatever, like, made sense. You know, you're like, okay, yeah, that's a valid strategy. And then you start seeing how many of the words, like, don't don't have that yep. you know or like really have some of those letters and you're like okay never mind right. that's not helpful <laughs> so like I feel like there was kind of this weird element of luck in this one also because yeah. um, we know Tasha's not weak by any means at literally all. and at certainly all. not the, the weakest and yet you know for her to lose her balance like that I kind of feel like it was just a mix of um luck not being on and her she's side. a bodybuilder right you know what I'm and then but you also have to take into consideration she's done all of these laps back and forth trying to get these stair pieces mm -hmm. right and mm -hmm. so now she has to do this which takes a lot of focus a lot of focus a lot of core yeah. a lot of all of that and so she's having to put all of these elements together in order to hold it up so you know she had a lot on her plate literally yeah i also feel like we got to see some new personalities this, yeah, this episode. episode we yes. got to see leo leo yeah what are your oh thoughts on leo um leo i feel like he wants to win this game of course as everybody else does but i also mm -hmm. feel like we saw we saw his heart in this episode mm -hmm. we saw him get his mm -hmm. feelings hurt by his friend you know mm -hmm. and he didn't show it to james directly but in his confessional he was like you know you can't come back from that and it was like oh right Oh, my heart, you know, and, and we know that feeling because at some point, I don't know if you have, but I know what it feels like to be betrayed in one of these games by a friend. And yeah. it's like, ugh, that kind of sucks, you know? Yeah. I mean, I even wrote her a letter when she got eliminated because I thought we were friends and then I found out we weren't. It's really sad, oh, but, you know, it's well, fine. See. Whatever. Wah, wah. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs> um, and then we, we also got to see uh, uh, Dom. We hadn't really, like, heard from him. What are your thoughts on Dom? <laughs> I think he needs to be more open. Like, let people talk to you. It's okay. Two heads are better than one sometimes. So, mm. you know, be open to other people's thoughts. I just, I didn't like the way he continuously was shutting down cachet. Like, let the woman speak. Let her talk. It was, yeah. it was a little irritating to me. Yeah, especially for someone who didn't even think to stand and plug the hole. Hello. Like, you know. Hello. I mean, yeah. At least cachet listened to TJ's directions. What you were know, you doing? You what know, were you doing? Right. <laughs> Right. I'm just, you know, like you can feel the water, bruh, like running down. Right. And you don't think at any point, at any point to clue in, like, let me put my, my, my foot here or something. But you know what was crazy? What? When we go into these eliminations, usually the cast is helping us. Like they'll tell us yes. certain things. Yes. Like, don't forget, no one said you a word. You know, that's a good point. No You're right. one said a word. You are right. No I one told him. Think about that. That is a, you're right. They all, people are always, which by the way, is a strategy in and of itself. Yep. Because when you're on the sidelines, people can remember who you were like were helping and not. Yeah. I generally like to just kind of smile and be like, we love you <laughs> <laughs> to them all. Or if someone's like really losing terribly, maybe like help them out. But, but in general, yeah, that is kind of a strategy because you can see who people really are like loyal to or friendly with when they're yelling, you know, Davon, move the rope here or help, you know, it's, it's a letter Man. P or whatever. And you remember that. Yeah. And you no one. That. You good observation. Day. No, no one said told a word. Him. I was like, oh, but they all in the confessionals. Plug he wouldn't the have hole, listened anyway. And I'm like, what? He wouldn't have listened right. anyway. That's probably why <laughs> they were like, this fool ain't gonna listen. No way. So I'm not even might waste as my well breath. <laughs> save our breath. Um, I'm so excited that we have James on today because we got into a lot of stuff. We found out about an alliance that. Yes we as viewers didn't don't know about or, or haven't currently seen so we found out we find out if 
there really is no coming back for he and Leo. Um, we get some insight there. And just overall, James's sort of uh, mentality going into this game, which is really interesting yeah. seeing how well he played socially. You know, the intention behind it. Yes. That was good to find out, you know, because you look at it and you're like, oh, backstabber. Right. But then when you find out the intent, it's like, oh, you out here strategizing. It's like respect, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, so he, and he was quite emotional too watching this episode. Yeah. So we are going to get into all of that with the fabulous James Wallington. So Woo! stay tuned because our interview is coming up next. Yes. And remember, we want to hear from you. So, I mean, please send us your questions through the comments on Apple Podcasts and mm -hmm. on social media. Use the hashtag AskChallengeUSA. Please, we worked hard for that, y'all. And maybe we'll use the spiciest, I mean the spicy, juicy, like mm, 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 the tea ones in an upcoming Pick Your Poison segment. We want them. We need them. Send them. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, starting May 8th, wherever you get your podcasts. James, welcome. The fabulous, the infamous, the amazing James. Uh, we're excited to hear your story and get into episode three. We're so happy to have you here. Welcome. Yes. Oh my gosh. Welcome, Strategic King. <laughs> yes. Strategic King. Thank you. I'm so excited to even be speaking with both of you. I'm a big fan of each of you from your respective Aww. shows. And I'm just, I'm a little fangirling right now. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Aww, thank you, James. Uh, same. Um, I try to be neutral in here, but like, I'm just, any listeners now, if you hear some James, look, don't give, I'm going to just say it because the way he strategized episodes one, episode two, you know, that is a borderline iconic status right there. Now, yeah. James, yeah. before we get into like the in-depth stuff, I want, I know there's some things it sounds like maybe you want to get off your and we want to give you an opportunity to do that. So why was watching this episode so emotional for you? Like, what were the feelings that came up for you? Yeah, I think, you know, it's hard going on any reality show, right? We've all been there. And I think a lot of that goes in terms of what your reality and how you remember it isn't necessarily mm -hmm. going to be the reality you watch back. Um, yeah. But, you know, I do, I do feel confident in speaking my truth and hopefully people will understand maybe where I was coming from or, you know, a little bit more of the strategy and the conversations that I was having and what my intentions actually were. So I do appreciate mm -hmm. the opportunity to speak with both of you and share my journey on this particular episode. Um, so, yeah. 
So to just be clear, it seems like the the thing that's sort of not sitting well within your spirit is the what we saw as viewers in terms of strategizing against Leo, right? Like your amazing race Correct. family. Correct. Okay. So so tell us what what really went down with that. Yeah, like I I mean one thing I really do pride in myself is I I'm a very loyal person. Like even in a game situation like this, if I if mm-hmm. I give you my word and I tell you I'm with you, I am with you. And I knew going into this with three amazing racers, like we needed each other. And like, I've known Leo for years, never in a million years would I ever put a knife in his back and be like, okay with that. Like that doesn't sit well in my spirit. Was it Mm -hmm. a conversation? Yes. But the only reason why it was a conversation is because that was an option that Kylan and Angela had to entertain since neither Mm -hmm. Justine or Leo were from Big Brother. And at Mm -hmm. the end of the day, Leo and I also discussed, we didn't want people to know that we actually had a friendship out of the house. So if there's anything that I could do to make sure that people didn't pick up on, oh, maybe James and Leo know each other, then that's what we were going to do. So the converse- And why was that, James? What, what, did you feel like that would be an advantage for people not knowing how close you guys were yeah. in the house? Yeah, I mean, you look okay. at Big Brother 23 and you know they went through that experience together and like, whether you're on good terms or not, that's an experience that bonds you. Leo and I aren't right. from the same season, and so that mm-hmm. kind of worked in our favor. But if anyone knew any pre-existing relationships, all eyes were on that. I mean, like, that's right. how I felt with BB23. They went through it together. There's six of them. That's threatening to anybody. It's a numbers game. Gotcha. Um, but with with Leo in particular, like, the conversations that I were having about Justine and Leo. Yeah, if I was being greedy, that's the right way to go, right, in the game. Justine has Mm -hmm. money. If we win, that gives me more money going into the final. But at the end of the day, I knew that it was going to be Dom and Cachet. But there's a strategy with people not knowing in advance that they're going in because they don't have time to prepare or mentally hype Mm -hmm. each other up. Which, Mm -hmm. going back to episode one with Shannon and I being even an option and knowing we were able to use that to our advantage and be like, we're we're ready to go in and we're ready to mess this up. So like you're taking a gamble because now we've been able to mentally prepare going into elimination. And then you see in episode two, Tiffany and Cashel had no idea. And that was right. the strategy. So for this particular episode as well, I did not want Dom to really feel that confident he was going in. So the conversation I'm having with Dom in the sense of, yeah, I don't want to go against you, but like, you know, Leo and Justine might be the better option. It's because I wanted to put any seed of doubt in their Ah, minds to make sure that they weren't confident. But you know what? Once Dom had that idea and he was running with it, there was no way anyone could have convinced him otherwise. I mean, you even see Cash, why are you running your mouth? Why are you making it us even an option? Um, right. So that's that's the reality that I remember is that I was never going to turn on Leo and Kayla at any point in this game. We needed each other. And after coming off an elimination with Kayla, that bonded us on a deeper level than I think people actually get to see on the show. Um, right. So that's that's my truth. That's my reality. What's and- your relationship with Leo now? Like after <laughs> it's all said and done. Oh, I hear a loud. Okay. So yeah, what, right. where do things stand with you and Leo now? We're really good friends. Like, I mean, you know, he knows Will. He knows my husband. We've gone to his restaurants in Pasadena ever since the show has wrapped. So uh, the friendship is still alive and well. And like he he knows I'm a gamer as much as I know he is also a gamer, but there was never a chance that we were ever going to turn on each other at all. We needed each other. And it was nice to have that So you guys are still comfort. just as strong. Okay, yes, so you guys absolutely. would use... Okay. Okay, so basically what we saw in action was 
the James Wallington special, which we've seen in episodes right. one and yes. two, which is masterfully <laughs> uh, sort of navigating the social game. Although, can I just say, with Dom having his mindset on going into elimination, Dom doesn't seem like he listens to anything or anyone about anything. <laughs> at so, all. At so all. It was a valiant effort on your part to try and like shake that intensity and focus. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it doesn't seem like, and we'll we'll come back. We'll yeah, come back I mean, there's that. definitely more. Um, I would say going on in terms of the relationships at this point in the game. Um, and I had a really great relationship with Dominic. I mean. What you're seeing with me saying working with Survivor is obviously going to mm-hmm. benefit my game because there's truth to that. But mm-hmm. Leo and Kayla were also pulled into that. Like what you're not seeing is that Amazing Race was actually working with Survivor from the very jump. Um, they, oh, interesting. Yeah, Tasha mm. and Sarah. I mean, I've met Tasha and I've met Sarah as well. But I, I've known Tasha for years. And so going into this, like I, I knew more people than I think people realized. And so... Okay. The first night, Sarah and Tasha pulled Kayla and I aside and said, if you need a home, there's a home with Survivor. And that opened the door for Leo, Kayla, and I to be like, well, we can definitely play both sides, but our allegiance is going to be Survivor. Oh, I love that. surviving race. Yeah, so I don't know if that's free or not, but there's definitely a bigger (laughs) alliance at play right now. And so... Um, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Ah. I love, okay, so so if you can say right now, or if you can remember, so who roughly, so it's is it all the Survivor people are in on this amazing race thing? Or, because it seems like Tyson is an outlier, right? Like, I don't, Tyson is in an alliance with himself yes. and Angela. Yes, um, I, I would say Tyson's definitely an outlier, but I've been fortunate to have that one-on-one time with him. You see it in episode mm-hmm. one, you see it in episode mm-hmm. two. So whether he's fully committed to Survivor or not, at least I have built a relationship with him. But in terms mm-hmm. of Survivor, they all made it seem like they were Survivor strong, but same with Big Brother. But at the end of the day, I know that there's going to be cracks in both of these big groups. And it was just up to Leo, Kayla, and I to figure out where those cracks were to make sure we could be in a better position long term. <laughs> Come on, James. I love Come it. Come on, James. Look, I love everybody. And again, I fangirled playing with everyone. Like, I watched these shows religiously, but that definitely worked to my favor. And at the end of the day, I was there to just play a game and compete because Amazing Race is not really known to be a strategic game. So I felt like this was really more of me living out a childhood dream. And I, I loved every minute of that. Was it wow. different than what you expected? Like being such a, a fangirl of the show, <laughs> was it, um, you know, majorly different than what you expected? Was it exactly what you expected? Was TJ as diabolical as you expected? You I, I'm know, half kidding because we love TJ. I but. Was saying, yeah, I, I wasn't sure if I was going to like TJ or not, if I'm being completely transparent. <laughs> really? But I really <laughs> enjoyed TJ. I mean, even when you see him in the episodes, like the first episode he said, we, he, the bar was low for him. And then we set it really high because no one quit mm-hmm. the first daily. We all did it right. and we all pushed through. And then even mm-hmm. last right. week, no matter how many times people fell and fumbled, even me breaking my back practically on that fall, like what you didn't Can't see is I went up and down that despite falling on my back eight more times. And so to hear TJ Yeah, we say, definitely didn't see that, James, because no, we were like, James, no. I love you and all, but I was right. last week, I was like, James, if you don't get your behind up and go do something. No, right, because we are a unit, James. Oh, yes. Yes. James. Yes. We, I, I pushed through, I fought through that pain despite falling on my back because I wasn't going to give up on Kayla. I knew she wasn't going to give up on me. And you hear TJ say, like, he was impressed with all of us. There's not, a, he's not just saying that to say that. He was actually impressed with everyone because no one's quitting, no one's giving up. And I just, I really enjoyed TJ a lot. 
Yeah, to be heard TJ say, I haven't seen a group this heavy in heart in a yes. long time. Did that mean yes. a lot to hear? It meant a lot because even after last week's elimination with Kayla, he literally looked at us joking off camera and he goes, I don't understand why you two have been smiling so much through this elimination. He's like, that's so <laughs> random and rare to see. And I laughed and I go, that's just who we are. But also that's the amazing race spirit. And I just think mm. oh, um, I love that. that's that's kind of what our strength on the challenge is that you're never going to give up and you're never going to give up on your partner. So there was some perks to having this algorithm format. Wow. So speaking of The Amazing Race, that was the last show that you were on, right? Yes. And you won your season with your hubby. Okay. So how did it feel stepping into this new environment without having the comfort of your hubby there with you? Like, I know. How did that feel? It was definitely different being by myself because on the race, you're with someone you love, you trust, you have loyalty to, and you know that will never steer you away. And right. going into this, I was like, can I really trust everybody? And I needed to make huh. sure I pulled back the reins and not give too much of myself to people because I knew that it was very much an individual game. So definitely a different vibe, but I had so much fun. And I know that Will 100% was so supportive of me doing this. He was like, once in a lifetime opportunity calling again, you can't say no, you'd be crazy. So just knowing I had his support really just meant the world to me. And I love being able to do something for me, you know, and like make a name for myself because he was on America's Next Top Model. So he's already done his own thing. This is my turn. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. I love that. So Need much. some independence around here by myself. <laughs> right. I miss you, but I'll be back. Exactly. I'll right. be back. Hopefully bringing another check back. But you know what? Not, that's not what happened, but I came back a better man because of it. So. Hey, and you came back with a, a reputation. <laughs> like, look what I can do on my own, playa. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I know you, you missed him so much right oh yes definitely and all the love island girls were like oh my god we can't wait to meet will like oh my god he sounds amazing Aww. we're obsessed and so they actually just met him for the first time we watched uh episode two together this past week and like i like just watching him interact with cachet and shannon it was just hilarious Aww. oh that's really sweet <laughs> i i have something less sweet to ask james yes. so you talked about like let's think future so you're no longer on this season right we mourn but if you get invited back, and since you've been such a big fan mm -hmm. of the challenge, mm -hmm. right? I want to know, out of all the old school challengers, okay, so like from the, the original challenge yes. universe, yes. who would you like to be partnered with the most? So you get to pick one guy and one girl. Who would you like to be paired with? If uh, Dream um, partners. For girl, like, it's no question it would be John A. I have mm. idolized John A. Going, yeah. Even going into Challenge USA, I wanted to kind of emulate her gameplay. She's so good mm -hmm. at staying out of eliminations. She's, She's so good at making herself available to multiple people's games. And mm -hmm. I just really respect the competitor that John A is. So like she would be like the number one, I would say, for the women. Um, mm -hmm. For the guys, oh my God, I have no freaking clue. I. <laughs> you can only pick one, James. You got to pick one. TJ, uh, he's waiting. Who are you picking? You he's listening. You know, I would probably say Derek. I, I just, I really, ah. he's he just always seems to have a fun time. He he keeps things light, and he's also just really competitive. Um, so it would, I think, I think I would say Derek. I love that those are the people you picked. I love both of them. Both of them have such great spirit and, and great heart, um, and are solidly good people, which is awesome. But it's also interesting hearing you because that's the vibe that you sort of give off. Uh -huh. Um, except for when you were scheming against Leo. I'm only half kidding, oh James. Um, I'm only half kidding. But that's the vibe that you give off. So it's really interesting that instead of some, some of the more maybe cutthroat competitors that you pick two people who I think really play with their heart, play really well, but also yeah. still just have kind of this like genuineness. 
hundred percent. Oh my god. Okay, so let's 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 get into this. Okay, so Tasha is definitely a survivor icon. Okay, we all know that. We love her. She's definitely an icon. So when the algorithm paired you with her, what were you thinking? Like, how did that feel? Especially since you wanted to be aligned with Survivor anyway. I was stoked. I love Tasha. Like I mentioned at the beginning, like I've met Tasha before. So when we moved into the compound, it was one of those things where like we've met before and like we like reminisced on when we met and like how we met and so there was already a connection there and like having a really good connection with your partner in a partner-based game obviously knowing from Amazing Race that's so important so I was so comfortable with Tasha I feel like her and I have a very similar spirit when it comes to competition and like you had you saw that conversation between the two of us at the beginning of the episode I knew she was never going to give up on me I was never going to give up on her that we would be able to pull out the best in each other and just really mm-hmm. support each other in a daily. So I was really excited when the algorithm paired me with Tasha. Yeah, you were like finishing each other's sentences. I was like, okay, this is like a match here. It really like- was. It was really sweet to watch. It was cute. It was very oh, cute. Thank you. <laughs> so aside from, you know, knowing people beforehand, you mentioned kind of the alliance that we didn't know that was going on in the house, um, sort of behind the scenes. What else did you do to prepare coming on. Like you said, you've been a fan forever. You wanted to be on the show. What were you and Will doing? Was he running you through drills? You know, was he giving <laughs> you challenge trivia? Like what were the things that you were doing to get prepared to come on the challenge? Yeah, I mean, like I, you don't, I, I still stand by this. There's a lot of people online who are like, even TJ in his interviews, what shows better, you know, prepares you for the challenge. And he keeps saying Survivor. And no offense, TJ, but I respectfully Ooh. disagree. If you actually watched Amazing Race, you would see that Amazing Race is the show that absolutely prepares you for the challenge. Because every, I would say, round of the challenge is almost Mm -hmm. like what a leg of the Amazing Race is designed. You have something physical, you have something mental, Uh you have something strategic. And so Mm -hmm. I did the same exact training that I did for the race that I did for the challenge. So I started running every day. And then when I started running on the treadmill, I would actually carry a sandbag. So I knew what it felt like to prepare my body for it. Because you're not doing things that you would do in a gym or, you know, an orange theory class, right? You're doing things that your body's not comfortable doing. So when I would work out, it just helped me feel like this is what my body would feel like on the challenge. Because you saw with this, we're running back and forth with those ladder pieces. That prepared Mm -hmm. me. So Mm -hmm. it was like little things like that. Running every day, lifting weights. I went to a weight class for two months leading up to me actually leaving for Argentina. And when you saw, when we're in the actual challenge, so now we're going back to the challenge of the day, which just had like multiple layers of complication. It was like part Wheel of Fortune, (laughs) part like, I don't know, Sprint. They were doing, TJ was doing a lot. (laughs) When you see everybody else who's working on their letters and you are still trying to put in those stairs, did you think back to your your training and your preparation? Like, what was your feeling in that moment when everyone else looks like they're so far ahead? That's the, another part that is really tough for me when I watch this back because Tasha and I actually crushed mm-hmm. the stairs. We had the same strategy mm-hmm. as Angela and Kylan. When we were in back, mm-hmm. we lined up the grooves of the ladders so that they were ready to slide into our storage container. And everything mm-hmm. was pretty even from what I remember. Even when we got up on top of the storage container, we were definitely not dead last. So 
you know, I get why it was shown the way that it was, because we were obviously going into elimination and to show that right off the bat doesn't make for an exciting daily. But Tasha and I actually worked really, really well together and running back and forth. Like she preserved her energy and I ran because I'm an I'm an endurance guy. The amazing race Mm -hmm. is a lot of running. Mm. So it I didn't need to conserve my energy where for her standing up there with the weight she was doing what she knew she needed to do because she is a professional bodybuilder so from what i remember is tasha and i were on the storage container while other people were still running back with their ladder pieces um so yeah tasha and i were a really strong duo um not to toot our own horn but we were um and then when you see her um drop the weight you know I, I think people are going to want me to drag her. The people are probably going to want me to blame her. And that's just not me. We are a team. And at the yeah. end of the day, her being a professional bodybuilder, she overcompensated the weight because she didn't even right. notice a difference with the weight being added. That is how strong of a woman Tasha is. Like, I respect mm. the hell out of her and I'm not even mad because that happens. It was genuinely just a mistake yeah and everybody makes a mistake too right like in at any in any of these games you can be really great at some element and it just not be your day you know or you make one little mistake like that's that is just kind of a nature of how it all works as well and she was so hard on herself too and i kept telling her i was like tasha you are strong boo like i'm not even mad you didn't even notice that a 10 pound weight was added like you are just so strong like i know it sucks that we lost but like you're just that strong it is what it is and i i, I literally had the same strategy as ben too with the rstlne with wheel of fortune mm-hmm. so that's why i yeah. grabbed e first so when e wasn't even on my board i was like what is this shit? Are you kidding yeah. me? Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know where they came up with these phrases. Like, what now? I don't candies in Carpathia. Like, right. why? I was what? Like, what's going on? Is and this? I mean, okay. So after all of that running back and forth, because going to get those pieces to make that stare was out of control. Okay, I was using my inhaler for you watching the episode. Uh. Okay. So after doing all of that running back and forth, your first attempt yeah. at guessing was ultimate. It ultimately led to you guys getting last place. What was yeah. going through your head? Like, of course, you want to be encouraging to your partner because you know, okay, we're going into elimination. But what are you thinking? Like again, I obviously was disappointed because I. You hear me say in the episode too, like I felt like my entire journey on the challenge has been me with my back against the wall. And obviously, when anytime you go into a competition, like you think you have like this idea of how you want your journey to be. That is not at all what I anticipated for me, but you have to make it work. You have to, you know, make lemonade out of the lemons you're given. So I was disappointed initially. I think that's just the human side of me just being Mm -hmm. like, this sucks. I don't want to go into an elimination. I don't want to be at risk of going home again for three weeks in a row. But then Mm -hmm. I snapped back out of it. I was like, James, you know, you got to do what you got to do got to get with Tasha. You got to weigh out all your pros and cons and figure out what's going to be best for you to actually come back from the arena. And speaking of the snapback that you do oh so well. So what did you guys do to prepare for elimination since you knew that you were going in? You said you mentioned earlier that you felt like it was an advantage for those who know that they're going in versus when someone's kind of blindsided. So aside from kind of the politicking and that super like double espionage strategy you had going on with Leo, which is right. again, hats off to you. You're gonna have to write a book one day. It's gonna be like James' strategy <laughs> book. And I'm sure right. listeners are gonna be like, oh, Devin, you're just like sucking. No, I game recognizes game. And my God, this man knows game. Um, you. 
But what else did you do to prepare for elimination that day? I mean, are you are you like working out harder? Because you guys don't know. Just to clarify for viewers, anyone new to the challenge world or watching, you don't know what the elimination game is going to actually be. So even though no you know way. you're going in, it could be anything, right? Yeah, it was hard for me because with, you know, going back to episode two for a minute, me falling the way that I did off that buoy mm -hmm. really put me out for a few days. Like even having to do an elimination the next day on the cycle and like having to move my body and like all of that, I was in so much pain. I had Ooh. to wear medicated patches for days. I had to take oh, wow. you know, medication just for the pain. So oh. I did not want to push myself more than I needed to to prepare for elimination just because of how, mm -hmm. how sore my back was. And Tasha, being a bodybuilder, I trusted whatever she needed to do to prepare, she was going to do it. But we were more focused on what can we do to make sure the team we want to go in is the team that we want to go in. And just right. a little bit more tea about this episode. Yes. Um, there was actually a third option that was being okay. considered. And what was it? Uh, that was, was David it? and Shannon. And, oh. you know, ideally, that's the best case scenario for Tasha and I, right? Because you have a big brother and a love island. I had mm -hmm. an amazing friendship with Shannon, and so it was even shitty in the first place that that was even an option, but I understood mm -hmm. on the game sense why that was beneficial for mine and Tasha's game. So mm -hmm. you even hear Tyson say it to Angela that, you know, Dom and Cachet or David and Shannon, but David mm -hmm. and Shannon were absolutely um, an option that Kylan and Angela discussed with us, um, but we... Tasha and I kind of accepted our loss with that because I don't think that they were really going to go for Big Brother this soon um, mm -hmm. with them being in power. So we knew it was Dom and Caché. But again, even if we wanted people to not know going in, they already knew. So it was what it was. Speaking of things that go on in the house that we don't know, I'm just going to ask you a question. I feel like I can't be the only one wondering. Maybe I am, but I can't be. Was Dom more likable in the house than he seems on the show? Because on this episode, he seems like he has the personality of a peanut and not the good kind of peanuts, but like the <laughs> crunchy one that's too much skin. That's a little bit the one you ignore at the bottom of the bag. That's how he came <laughs> off this episode. So I just and I understand that sometimes we you know, we there's a lot we don't see. But is he more likable in the house? Oh, I love Dom. Like we had such a great relationship, you know, as much as, you know, Tasha and Sarah might've scooped in and said, amazing race, like you have a home with us. Like Dom really just took time to like get to know us as people and not just mm -hmm. like what we bring to the challenge. And so like Dom and I really forged a really great relationship, um, during our time together in the compound. Um, mm -hmm. I think Dom is very likable. Um, he definitely was very feisty and sassy this episode, which I really loved seeing that side mm -hmm. of him. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I, you know, everyone's journey is different. So I don't really know where his mindset might have been at this point on, on our experience, but um, I really like Dom. And I know that a lot of other people did too. Yeah, because he seemed like he was just irritated with Cache. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It seemed like he was just irritated yeah, with Cache. He was done being partnered with Love Island. He was, yeah, he, he was really he, annoyed by that's that. That's how it started this episode. He's like, I keep getting paired with these Love Island girls. So I think, yeah, he was definitely, I think, at a breaking point and was ready for some change. But I think, but I think what we saw in Cache towards the end of this episode or like some of her points, like I can understand him being annoyed by like, 
you know, I'm trying to strategize for this game and they're over here strategizing their love life. Like I totally she just get that. To be heard. But but I think she had some valid points towards the you yeah. know, like she seemed to really engage like be engaged in her had her head in the game. Right. And it came across as a little dismissive, which we see in the the old school challenge also, you know, like in the main show, we right. see that happen too sometimes where like physically stronger competitors sometimes can overshadow like like sort of not paying not paying the respect to people and their level of social game and i think cachet had some points and thoughts that were actually like valid and we see you know him kind yeah. of like steamroll that <laughs> a little bit. like i said i feel like she just wanted to be heard like hey i have a voice i have yeah. an opinion i have thoughts i have strategy like hear me out but right. i think his whole mindset was you came from the villa like yeah. you, you spent time in a showman's like what can you tell me and I don't think that was the right approach to take yeah. with her because no. again as you said I agree a lot of some of her points were very valid yeah, yeah and like and one of the main questions that I got before the show even aired was like which show are you most afraid of and mm -hmm. my answer is all of them because you can't go yeah. into the challenge and underestimate anybody and like I want to give Cache credit where credit's due she was yeah. playing the game and I think yeah. a lot of people we can under, see yeah a lot of people underestimated <laughs> her in the game <laughs> a lot of people underestimated her in the game and I think that was starting to get really frustrating for her um but she, her head was in it like she wanted yeah. to play the game and I think there's a lot of truth to what she was saying to Dom like don't go all around running your mouth like don't yeah, make it don't like, make yeah. us an yeah. option yeah she was being she be. was being smart and yes. he's being yeah. really dismissive of it and this isn't like an allegiance or loyalty to either of them this is right. just sort of an observation, observation as a viewer that like everyone who selected for that show okay maybe not 99.9% .9 of people ever <laughs> I'm, I'm just you know leave some room there 99.9% .9 of people ever selected for the challenge bring some level of value period right. yeah. now they may yeah. have a completely different type of game than you they may but they there is something to be learned and I think you know one of my questions for you James was why do you think so many people love you online and before you answer that I feel like just as a viewer watching and even talking to you now, it's easy to see because you it's seem to be easy. someone who recognizes the value yep. of the gift that everyone brings on the show, yep. right? So like, you're like, oh, I love this person. I love this person. Like this person does this well and this person does this well because um, everybody has a gift. But with that said, why do you think so many people love you online? You know, that's a great question. No, I think it's honestly been very overwhelming for me because it's a complete 180 to, I think, the response that I personally received on Amazing Race. People either loved me or hated me. I think a lot of that being we brought a level of social game to the race that's not really seen frequently. And so that turned a lot of viewers off. They were really upset with how we just had a majority. Like, we were always in the lead. It was just like, you, you always root for the underdog and you root against the people who are always performing the best. That's just how naturally it is. That's how I, I am when I watch reality television. So I think in this case, me having my back against the wall for the first three rounds and just accepting that like, yes, this is, is this is what it is. And like being very true to myself, but also wanting to compete hard and to like make a name for myself. That resonates with people. I'm an underdog. And like, I was never going to give up. Like I could have easily just said, well, I'm going to accept my fate. Like Shannon and I are going into elimination the first round, but I didn't do that. And I think a lot of that has to do with just who I am as a person and what I've, the adversities that I've experienced as a gay man is that like I was bullied a lot growing up and I was walked over a lot. I was underestimated by so many of my my peers that I grew up with that I that's not who I am anymore. I'm a fighter. I'm never going huh. to give up. I sure maybe have some fears, but I'm never going to let that stop me from 
achieving the task or facing a challenge head on. And I think that just really resonates with a lot of people who watch this show um, because I'm not a perfect person, but I'm going to find a way to make it a positive experience for myself and not let it defeat me. And um, so I hope that I can, you know, be a voice for people who may not feel that way about themselves or be a light of hope for people to give them the confidence they need to face any challenge that life throws their way. Um, And I think I'm just unapologetically myself and I don't shy away from that. So I appreciate the love and the support that I've received from a lot of the viewers. I love how everyone's like, get James on the main show. We want to see him go on there or we want to see James (laughs) on Big Brother or Survivor. Like, I love the love that I've received. I love these games just like everybody else. And I, it's not even about like the money, you know, sure. That's great. But like, I'm just living a childhood dream. Like reality Mm. TV was like an escape for me. Just being able to watch shows and identify with the LGBTQ people who been on shows years before me. It just, Mm -hmm. I'm now that, and it's just overwhelming, but I recognize the platform that it gives. And I just hope that I continue to have opportunities to shine and fight and compete. And hopefully one of these days I'll make a final and really shock the hell out of a lot of people. Cause I know that I was definitely underestimated going into this, despite being a winner of a show. Ooh, I love that I you chills. went from being inspired to being an inspiration to other people. Like, I love that. I love, love, love that. You story. are not supposed to make us cry on our own podcast. <laughs> right? Like, like, I seriously? love that story. Like, I really? Love that it. was not the point. But my God, that was so beautiful. I love it. Uh, so good. You you it. are such a joy and a light. Um, and I pe- people appreciate you. And, and you're yes. fun to watch, which is cool, too. Again, I understand your back was hurting. I do want you to do better in the next like climbing <laughs> challenge. Just because I no, love you and I like rooting you know for, I just I, I need, want. That. I gotta take a tip out of Angela's book. I need to sign up for some stunt classes to learn how to oh. fall properly. Like that was oh. the big thing. I didn't fall the right way, and I know Angela that really helped her her stunt experiences to know how to fall. Um, Oh, so yeah, smart. hopefully right? I have she time to prepared. prepare. I, I'm ready for that <laughs> phone call. I'm ready to go back and kick some ass and bring what I can bring to any sort of competition or challenge. And so I, I have time to train and I have time to start learning from those mistakes. And yeah, but uh, you'll never, ever see me give up. That's one thing I can rest assure you. I will always try to do it. And I'll always try to do it with a smile. Even if I'm ugly crying, I'm not going to stop. <laughs> I, I love that. We love a good ugly cry, but we also love <laughs> someone who doesn't give up. And, you know, we are, I, I'm so excited. I feel like we're going to see you back. Thank if you, you got a call tomorrow from TJ's team, <laughs> what would you? What would be the first thing you would do like to just get ready now that you didn't do last time? What would be the first thing that you would do right now besides stunt classes? Um, right. I would hop off this podcast. I'd be like, respectfully, love you ladies. I'm out. I got to start training. I know he didn't drop us for TJ. <laughs> Damn. Okay, now we see what it takes. I take we back everything I said we about James. I'm taking my cheerleading uniform back, oh my right? God. No, I would definitely start hitting the pavement hard. I would continue to run because I do think the challenge is a lot of endurance. Um, But I also know that I need to work a little bit more on just overall strength. There's a level of strength in these challenges that I might have not had the best of, but um, really Mm -hmm. I think it boils down to endurance. So I would 100% hit the ground running, pun intended, but I really Mm -hmm. would train and I would train my ass off because I have a goal that I want to accomplish. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like that. Okay. Okay. So at this point, who in the house 
are you rooting for? Who's still there that you're rooting for right now? I mean, without a doubt, Leo and Kayla. I mean, we laughed in numbers. We are the underdogs together. And I really want to see them represent the amazing race. And so without a doubt, it was Leo and Kayla. But um, I really had a really great relationship with everybody. So I, I was even rooting for Dom. Like when Dom and Cachet beat me, I was actually excited that they got our money because it sets them up for success. So I would love to see Dom and Cachet and Shannon. You know, I love everybody, but at the end of the day, I wanted the underdogs to win. I knew that, I knew Tyson and Angela's strategy of was like, let's take out people we don't want to be partnered with. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to see those people stay and I wanted them to, you know, prove themselves and make a name for themselves and show why mm -hmm. they are worthy of being a challenger just like anybody else. Again, you can't underestimate the underdog. Ain't that um, the truth. So Ain't I was like, yeah. So the like Shannon and I know Shannon had a rough go at the beginning, but she was an underdog. And I was so proud of the fight that she was able to bring out in her. And I wanted her to do well. I wanted Cachet and Dom and Kayla and Leo. Um, so those are some names that come to mind. All right. Okay. I love it. So good. I'm glad that I feel like it took us, you know, what, half an hour, almost an hour to get you <laughs> a little more open to giving us some direct answers instead of some right. political answers, James. Um, so, so it's all right though, because now I, I feel like, I feel like, what do you think, Dave? I feel like he's finally kind of gotten the hang of it a little. So with that, we I are now we going. Go ahead and drop yep, it on yep. Drop we're going to drop on it on you. We're going to go into a little segment we call "Pick Your Poison." Pick Ooh. your poison. Ooh, I love that. Hey. <laughs> we have three questions. Um, and by the way, for anyone listening, if you want a chance for your question to be featured in the Pick Your Poison segment, then yes. uh, tweet us, uh, put it on Reddit, put it on Instagram, hashtag AskChallengeUSA and your question, and you'll get a shout out and you may get your question answered. So send those yes. our way. But we have three questions for you today, James. Uh, one of them is from me. One of them is from Devon. Uh -oh. And one of them this time is from Reddit. So we want to know which question you want to answer. Now, here's the T. Here's the real T. Some okay. of them are really easy. Okay. You don't know which one, though. One of them, the question could be like, what'd you eat for breakfast, right? And then some of them are a, a little messier. You know, okay. just like just like a little. Okay. So uh, you won't know which is which. So tell us, would you like to answer question number one from me, question number two from Day, or question number three from Reddit? Um, I love talking with the both of you, but I'm going to have to say Reddit because, you know, hey. I have a love hate for that place, but I accept that challenge. <laughs> Let Give it to me. What, what do they got? <laughs> Shout out to the MTV Challenge uh, Reddit thread. All right. So, Day, do you want to take that question? All right. Here we go. So, who do you think will win in a head to head? The Challenge USA cast or the Challenge MTV cast? Mm. I... I may be a little biased, but I also think go. there's a lot of truth to this. I do think the Challenge USA. Um, <gasps> I think, here's why. I think um, I think there's a reason why a lot of people online, including myself, would love to see a fresh meat season. There's something about fresh meat that brings in a new batch of drive and competitiveness that um, I think gives people the upper hand because they're going to want to prove themselves. They're never going to give up. And I think you're seeing that with the Challenge USA cast. So I do think that that's what would give us the upper the upper leg. And um, I mean, you think against so we're talking about against the laurels, he against heavy the rotten bananas, against the see uh, the CT. Um, that's what I was about to say. Like, do you think? Okay, I don't well, know, Cinco could take on CT in a hall bro? Boy, um, 
I think it could be entertaining as hell, and I would love to see it. I would love to see it. Um, I'd like to see it too. A fun story about Cinco, actually. Um, This is some more. Oh God, I just have. We have a lot of stories. All these memories coming up to my (laughs) my knowledge. Um, He wanted to throw himself into elimination against Kayla and I. Why? He wanted to volunteer because we. He thought we were layups. He thought we were easy go, like easy people to beat. And Mm. Cache was like, No, 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 no. You will lose if we go into that elimination. <laughs> and then when they saw what the elimination was, he was like, no, 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 no. Um, so that's why I would love to see him go against CT in a hall brawl. Nothing personal there. I just would love to see it because even after that elimination, he looked at me and goes, I'm glad I didn't nominate myself and Cache to go in against you and Kayla. Um, <laughs> but when you, when you start naming all these heavy hitter names, right, like it's, I would have to say that I think they they're more experienced like they I would say the the MTV the main the main show like just really has the upper hand because of the experience and the resume that they bring um so are you switching your answer or are you doing that politics right what's happening right now well I was thinking of like the last two seasons that that I've seen the most recent seasons of the MTV flagship right spies lies and allies I would say challenge USA but if you bring heavy hitters who like have really dominated and have been on for years that like are mm-hmm. household names, mm-hmm. I would be afraid. Oh, be very afraid, this James. Sounds interesting. Yeah. I could go either I'd way. But I, w- I will I will say the MTV uh, group, just of the names that you listed, um, I would be afraid. I think it's just because of the the experience that they, they have under their belt. There you oh. go. You guys we would like to see it. We would like to see it. (laughs) We would definitely like to see it. And we would also really like to see you back on a challenge. I'm going to put it out there. You know, we'll make, we'll put in some calls to TJ, although obviously we control nothing. So, um, (laughs) but this podcast, if that, uh, and the hashtag guys, we worked so hard to get the hashtag Ash Challenge USA. Please use it. I'm not kidding. Tweet it. Also, don't forget to comment and rate and all of that, but we'll get into that in a minute. But James, thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for being here with us. If, If there was one parting thing that you left, so imagine you know, TJ's like, this ends your time here, right? On the podcast. Yes. And you're about to walk off and you get to say <laughs> your one final like statement or farewell or what, it could be anything. What would you like to tell the people, James? You know, I will share actually what I said when I left the arena that didn't make the episode. Um, I looked at everyone on stage and I said, you know, I, the show's Survivor and Big Brother, Amazing Race and Love Island have, you know, had an impact on my life in one way or the other. And to have been there, it was not an experience that I took for granted. And to be able to play with everyone was a weird dream come true. And I just, that's what I told them. I just said, don't take this experience for granted. I had a blast meeting all of you and you don't realize like how much this experience meant to me. Um, So that's what I would say. I just like, I am so fortunate to have had this opportunity and I would do it again in a heartbeat. And I genuinely love everybody. Like, I really, like, I'm a fangirl. Like, being able to play with everybody was just so incredible. And I would do it again in a heartbeat. Oh, James. <laughs> we love you. Oh, 
<laughs> we love you too. Yes. Well, thank you so much for being here. We loved having you, loved watching you, and we'll continue to enjoy now Now that you know the hashtag James and you're no longer on the show, tweet us your questions because yes. they can be from you, technically. I know you uh, with, know. with the hashtag Ask Challenge USA. It's like a blessing in disguise. Like I'm sad that I left early. I do think my journey was cut way too short, but I've accepted the loss. But I'm excited now to watch as a fan as a viewer mm-hmm, yeah. like I'm mm-hmm. so excited to watch my favorites go at it and I want to see what drama oh. they bring and what strategies that either worked or maybe worked against them so I'm excited to just be a viewer on the couch in my comfort of my own home and just soaking in all the tea that I miss out on <laughs> and it's a lot this season Shelley. oh it is it is <laughs> I'm just gonna keep drinking my wine and enjoy from the sidelines <laughs> I know you was like I'm glad my man at home I ain't got right. no drama no nothing my man right. at the house <laughs> man well it's been so good having you here James like you are amazing you are the bomb.com we love you and we glad you came to kick it with us for today oh my gosh thank you so much and I really appreciate you letting me have the opportunity to share my truth and my story and um, I'm a big fan of both of yours so thank you for the opportunity there's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover. Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings early and ad-free starting May 1st with a 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. Oh, that was such a pleasure, even more than I think I expected having James on. So grateful that he stopped by the podcast. So much fun day. Now, the fun doesn't have to end. Day, tell us where they can find you on social. Yes, you can find the mayor of Twitterville, USA at Day Davon underscore. You can also find me on Instagram at Davon Diane underscore. And you can find me on YouTube at Davon Diane, TikTok at Day Diane underscore. Uh, Davon, I also have to call you out. People on Twitter were getting on you for, they said, (laughs) why does Davon keep plugging her YouTube channel and all that, knowing she has not updated it in a year? So I'm a just I'm a voice for the people day. So I just got I uploaded content two days ago. Okay. Go check out the new video. It's up. It is up. <laughs> All right. Proof you guys uh, that you are heard. We do love you listening. And, and if day's not responding, tweet me. You know, I got you. I got your back. Uh, also, you can find me on Instagram at Devin Simone and on Twitter at Devin Simone. That's Devin with a Y. Simone with an I. You can also find me on TikTok. There's like two videos there, but maybe there'll be more. Uh, Devin <laughs> underscore Simone because TikTok's a hater and they made me change my account name. Uh, so make sure you follow us there. And if you have a question for Pick Your Poison, I know you do. Yes. Think of the things that yes. you want to ask your challengers. Drop it in the comment section below on Apple Podcasts or share it with us on Twitter, Instagram, even Reddit using the hashtag AskChallengeUSA. Yes. Tell- Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, you guys, send us your questions for a chance to be featured 
and get a shout out in the next episode. Yes. And if you like this episode, rate and review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and tell a friend, your mama, your your cousin, everybody. Do all of those things. All of those things. If you want more of this, we appreciate all your support that we've seen on places like Twitter, Instagram. Please make sure you're leaving comments, rating and reviewing as well so that MTV and Paramount and CBS can see it. Okay, thank you. Um, Also, make sure you catch new episodes of The Challenge on CBS and Paramount+. Plus. Yes, and we'll see you back here next week for a brand new episode of MTV official challenge podcast challenge usa edition (laughs) the hargan women seem to have it all we were blessed my mom was amazing but detectives would soon discover inside the house there were the bodies of two women a story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true I'm just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, starting May 8th, wherever you get your podcasts.